Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the 2019 Embodied Astrology Horoscopes. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology Podcast. The audio recording you're about to hear contains a 15 to 20 minute summary of the year ahead. Please make sure to listen to the horoscope for your rising sign, as this will be the most accurate. If you don't know your rising sign, you can get a free chart at astro.com. You can also listen to your sun sign horoscope for information on soul-centered themes and your moon sign horoscope for information on relationships and family. These horoscopes are given with an emphasis on self-growth and personal awareness. My hope is that they'll provide you with inspiration and support to live your life authentically, to build relationships that are deeply nourishing, to pursue work in the world that is fulfilling, and to recognize and live into the ways you uniquely can participate in shifting our collective consciousness towards greater compassion and healing for all beings and for the planet we share. If you enjoy your horoscopes and want to learn more about astrology, please check out my website, embodiedastrology.com, and the post for this episode where you can find 2019 affirmations for all 12 signs and a link to my podcast where I'll give a longer report on astrological themes for the upcoming year, as well as a guided meditation to support your journey through the year. Additionally, I offer monthly Zodiac journals for astrology students and enthusiasts. We're about halfway through Capricorn season now, and Aquarius season is just around the corner. These journals will help you plan for the upcoming month by giving you detailed information about the season, lunar cycles, and planetary transits. The journals are available for single purchase, but they're also given for free to my monthly subscribers. You can subscribe at any amount per month from the site by clicking the Donate and Subscribe button. Finally, for those of you who really want to work with your personal astrology this year, check out my 2019 Year Ahead online class, available from the shop on embodiedastrology.com. This class includes a detailed presentation on planetary transits and aspects in 2019, and will teach you to apply this information directly to your own natal chart. Along with the recorded content, you'll receive a package of easy-to-follow handouts and worksheets, a 2019 lunar calendar and planetary aspect guide, and suggestions for personal practices to survive and thrive in the year ahead. Thank you so much for listening to Embodied Astrology. Now, on to your horoscope. Hello Capricorn, thank you so much for listening and happy 2019. All right, so this is a big year for you. You have a lot of work that you're doing this year really with yourself, and I think that this is a year when you come into some deeper layer of alignment and integrity with yourself where you start to recognize what has really happened in the last 10 years. You've gone through a huge amount of change. You are transforming so much. You've been working through really deep, potentially really hard circumstances in all areas of your life, and you're needing to make something out of it in 2019. So the biggest place that I see as uh, opportunity and area of expansion is in the unconscious, actually. It's in the liminal space. And I'm going to define the liminal space right now as vibe. (laughs) This is your general vibe. It is the way that you're relating to everythingness in its undifferentiated uh, whole. So the meaning of your life, all the things that you can't see, the ways that you experience things coming and going, etc. This all becomes infinitely more gentle and enjoyable when you are 
forgiving. So forgiveness is a big theme. And out of the 2019 horoscope, it is one of the largest wishes and messages I have for you. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. There are always times you probably could have done better. Maybe even times where you knew it in the moment that you could do it better and you chose to make it worse instead. The choices that you have made are yours to be responsible for, but they are not yours to really carry the entire burden of. You're part of a lineage and history of conditioned existence. The ways that you got to the places that you have been and currently are, are completely intertwined and dependent with all of the choices that were made by your ancestors, your family of origin, choices that other people made that you've been in relationship with, things that are so far beyond your control, so far in the past, so far outside of your consciousness or capacity to influence. When you forgive yourself, you open up potential to do a better job next time. When you're berating yourself, when you're thinking about what you could have done differently or how you would have done it differently, you're continuing to give a lot of energy to something that really is kind of a destructive spiral. So in the forgiveness that I hope that you can really embody and invite into your life, there's not just forgiveness for yourself, but forgiveness to the world in general for circumstances that have not been what you wanted them to be. And this is a big theme for you now, but really over the course of the last decade and into the next decade. You can't control the world. Now, you Capricorns are awesome and amazing and really effective people, but the world is huge. It's massive. There are 9 billion other folks living on the planet and everybody's making decisions that's impacting everyone else. And we're living in this kind of cumulative whole that is beyond the scope of anyone's control. So for you to try and take control for the circumstances that you find yourself in is ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous and impossible. And to try and understand why and to somehow justify from your perspective uh, the things that have happened, to look at the choices that other people have made or the ways that circumstances have played out, etc., and to tell yourself some story about why they have happened the way that they happened, that's coming from a place of egoism, really. I mean, it's coming from a, a place where you assume that the world is kind of revolving around you, that there are ways that you could even explain or that circumstances are happening that are somehow dependent upon you. Of course, you're an actor, but you're not the only one. You're not the only thing. So releasing responsibility in um, a way that allows you to have greater responsiveness is the goal. Can you release placing blame and placing responsibility on any singular factors? This includes yourself. It includes relationships. It includes experiences. If you hear yourself going down some storyline that's like, well, this thing wouldn't have happened if such and such, 
that's a clue for you to relax. Who knows what would have happened? Who knows? There are too many variables that you can't account for that you can't see. This is the moment that you're in. This is the present moment. So in the present moment, to really seek inside of yourself a state of internal wellness. And that means being okay with yourself, being okay with the person that you are, and also not having um, ties and cords with other people or with circumstances that carry resentment or spite or um, tension with them where it's like, oh, it's your fault that thing happened or, oh, if only that thing hadn't happened or this kind of feeling. This is the moment where you are. We live in this crazy place, right? Like on this rock or speck of dust hurtling through the galaxy and um, spiraling into some kind of constantly expanding unknown. Our lives are so insignificant, really, when we take a bigger picture of them. So getting caught up with whatever ideas of how something would have worked out is really a waste of your time. Please work to soften those tendencies and soften those experiences. Now, if you're having trouble, one of the ways that you can do this is through any kind of intentional thought practices, such as meditation or mantra or um, singing any kinds of devotional practices, being very clear and conscientious with your speech. So really listening to the ways that you impose responsibility on yourself and on others um, and changing your speech, trying to get as present as you can in your speech, speaking in the present tense, Um, taking a lot of, of responsibility for your feeling not necessarily for the state of being or for any kind of event, but the ways that you feel, kind of the basics of nonviolent communication. It's like, this is what I'm feeling. No one else makes you feel anything, etc. So using your mental practices and your speaking practices can really help you do this deconditioning work this year. And any kinds of um, associative or creative or spiritual practices can help your mental and your thought um, disciplines as well. Meditation, we all know about meditation, um, but dream work especially could be really great for you right now. Uh, Soul retrieval and inner child healing, so good for you right now. If you can um, spend some time like once a month or every week or even every day connecting with younger parts of yourself, with the parts of you that are really um, these parts when you're telling yourself these stories about, oh, I should have done that, or if only this thing, like find those uh, memories, those pieces of you that are stuck in time and imagine going back to them as your older self, you know, imagine sitting there with your younger self and like giving yourself a really big hug and like doing that retrieval work where you help uh, all the different aspects of your being come back into the present moment. Now, as you do this, what the potential result is, is a lot of pleasure and a lot of fun. 
<laughs> that might feel crazy to you, Capricorn, because neither of those words are necessarily things that you strive for or even necessarily like believe in as ideals or something, um, especially if you're a, a tried and true Capricorn who's um, on the path of ambition or something. It can feel like, well, what does it mean to just pause and have some fun? But this year, you begin a seven-year cycle that is really about you having a good time and letting loose a little bit, you know, cutting yourself some slack, having uh, playfulness and um, fun and exploration and experimentation. If you are a person who's creative, make art. Do your thing, whatever it is, your creative passion. It doesn't have to just be art. It can be anything that gets you into a space of free association and spontaneity and pleasure. Get out into nature. Go be outside. Nature is the best artist um, by far. It is constantly creating and constantly innovating. Go and be astounded by the natural world and give yourself to it. Really like try and be in alignment with it. Be in your body, have sex, feel pleasure, whether this is with other people or with yourself. Um, be in your body, feel your skin, breathe, enjoy your physical existence. You're only here for a second, right? Our lives are so short. Please enjoy your body, enjoy the world, enjoy what brings you pleasure and excitement and fun. If you're not sure what those things are, hang out with kids. Regardless, children might be great teachers for you in the next seven years. Um, they are the best teachers of present moment mindfulness. Hang out with kids and watch the ways that they respond to and express the state of being that they're in in the moment that they're in it. Watch how confident they are when they try something new that they can, you know, pick up a pen and paper and just play and then think that it's great. You know, this is the kind of thing that you want to do. You want to be imaginative, play make-believe, be silly, be spontaneous. Please let yourself have this. 2019 and 2020 are also really big years for you to shift the ways that you are in relationship. And I think that this is going to have a lot to do with pleasure and with how much you're willing to just kind of let loose a little bit and get a fuller breath. You want to be in relationship in different ways now. You need to be held and cared for in different ways. And that means that you need to hold and care for others in different ways. I think that going back to the earlier theme of control, this is a, a really big part of this. You can't control other people. You can't control what they do or what they think. Um, you know, you can barely control yourself most of the time, let's be honest. So bring your attention into your most authentic um, and centered space and then try and just be there when you're relating with other people. If insecurities come up, Try and notice when they come up, come back to your center. There's a lot that you may have to give in your relationships or do have to give in your relationships in the next year or two years. And the ways that you're giving are changing, they're shifting. You are letting go of the need to control. You're letting go of the need to do things right. You're letting go of needing to have the answer. You're letting go of needing to, I don't know, be in relationships in the ways you thought you needed to be in relationships. 
all the shoulds and the ought tos and the responsibilities and the instincts to control, that's all on the way out. What's on the way in? Presence, softness, playfulness, and inclusion. So whatever is arising in the moment, don't get scared of it. Try and notice it. Include it. Figure out how you want to be in relationship to it. You don't need to change it. You want to just be present. Get to know it. Also beginning in 2019, we're moving into a nine-year cycle of pretty important and deep healing when it comes to underlying ego patterns. For you, this is especially important as this is happening in what I'm going to call the area of your roots and lineage. If there has been pain, which I think we all have experienced this, pain in the family, um, you know, the childhood wounds and wounding that we have around our parents are probably the deepest wounds. Um, If you've experienced instability in your home environments and have uh, wound patterns around insecure attachments or instability in place or sense of belonging, um, if you felt isolated or different or um, unappreciated, all of these things that can um, kind of distort our experiences very early on, the next decade is a time that you're you're recognizing these wound patterns and then you're starting to make sense of them and then you're beginning to heal with them. So this is not all going to happen overnight. We really step into this phase in 2019. And what I would offer to you is that the same work that you're doing in other areas of your life and, and with other kinds of relationships in terms of there's nothing that I can control. Um, no one that I can control, and I just need to be present and tender, that this is the kind of attitude that you want to bring towards your home and your families. People are imperfect, right? Like everybody is, and the world changes all the time, and we do the best that we can. And this is the kind of idea that you just want to practice as much as you possibly can. Forgiveness extends towards your parents, towards their parents, towards their parents, parents, parents. Setting up an ancestral altar or some way to connect with the energies of the people that have gone before you in a loving way would be a great idea for you this year and heading into the foreseeable future. Of course, um, when they were alive, your ancestors probably went through a lot of things. They may have even been people that you didn't particularly like. In the spirit realm, you can trust that that ancestral energy wants to heal and be healing. So connect with them on that level. Reach for their goodness. Ask for their help with forgiveness. Ask for their help with letting go of control. Feel that you are part of a lineage and that you are a moment of evolution and really commit yourself and invest in evolving um, in deeper compassion, with more joy, with more healing, and then ask for your ancestors to guide you. In 2019, there will be a couple of important uh, periods for pause and reflection. In the month of March, the entire month of March is a time to be very conscious, conscientious of your language and how you're using it. All of your communication begins with your internal communication, how you're telling yourself stories about what you're experiencing. 
again, taking yourself out of the personal, really trying to um, give space and time and awareness to the interpermeating layers that come together in any moment, practicing compassionate communication with yourself will lead to a deeper sense of spaciousness and allowance and compassion with anyone that you're speaking to or communicating with in any way. So March is a time to really pay attention to how you're using language in your thought patterns and in your speech patterns. In July, this is a wonderful month for you to reflect on your important relationships and on any committed partnerships that you happen to be a part of. I say partnerships, and I could mean uh, collaborations with more than two people, but any relationships where you're kind of, you know, you're in it to win it with whoever, with whatever it is that you're doing. This includes business partners, close friends, life partners, and even people who maybe you work with or something, but there's a little bit of friction and you need to uh, find balance together. In the month of July, you're examining who you are and how you are as a relational person. And it's important that you give yourself time to reflect on this. Finally, later in the year in November, this is a really good time for you to reflect on friendships and social networks and how you want to be involving yourself socially in a larger scheme. All of these periods of time, March, July, and November, are times when um, you're supported to reflect and to revise and to remain with whatever it is that you're pondering. These are not great times to start new projects or to make big decisions, but they're really good times to kind of take it easy, take your foot off the gas a little bit, and um, come into a space of deep consideration. So in summary, Capricorn, this is a really important year for you. You are moving into the next phase of your life. You are changing who you are in a pretty dramatic way, and this is going to continue through 2020. You want to be strong. You want to be clear. You want to be uh, aligned and have deep integrity. So cutting out anything that's unnecessary, really considering the complexity of situations and cutting out uh you know, unhealthy entanglements and ways that your energy gets caught up in language, really, stories. The, these are the places to focus on this year. All right. Well, I'm wishing you all the best in 2019 and beyond. Thank you so much for listening. <music>